Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some tips for you in cleaning your pool in windy weather. And if you do pool service and you've been hit by a windstorm, you'll find these tips very helpful. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Here in my area of Southern California, of course, we get hit by the Santa Ana winds. And one thing that the power company is doing now is that they're turning off the power to these areas where the windstorms hit, which is a good thing to prevent fires, but it's a bad thing when it comes to the pools themselves and how clean they're going to look by the time you get there on the service day. Or if you're a homeowner in one of these areas where they turn the power off, it's a little bit, you know, frustrating because sometimes the windstorm isn't as bad as they're predicting and your skimmer could pick up most of that debris. But without power, your pool's not running and therefore all the debris will fall to the bottom. Now there are certain situations where you want to turn the power off to your equipment, and that's if there's wind gusts above 50 miles an hour, or 40 to 50 miles an hour, and this basically means that the pool's gonna get thrashed with any kind of debris that's around the pool, and you'll get leaf debris blowing in from your neighbor's trees, and you're also gonna get leaf debris blowing in maybe from blocks away, And the skimmer is not going to be effective anyway at this point. It'll be clogged up pretty quickly. So when the wind gusts are that high, turning the pool off may be logical. That way the pump is not running dry, which could lead to a number of problems with the equipment, with the, you know, leaks forming or with the pump burning out or the motor burning out, in fact. So I've seen that happen before where the skimmer gets so compacted with debris and then the homeowner is not aware of it or doesn't go out there for two or three days and the pump is continually trying to prime itself. It's got air in there and it just burns out the motor. And so to avoid these costly repairs, turning off the equipment if the winds get to a certain into a certain range mile per hour is wise. And you're gonna know your neighborhood, you're gonna know your pool. If you just moved into the house, you've never and you've never experienced a windstorm. Or if these are new service accounts for you and you've never serviced them before after a windstorm, then of course there's a kind of a learning curve. But after the first storm, you're going to pretty much know what your pool can take and how much debris your pool can take and remain on. So the rule of thumb, I think, is that if the gusts are 40 to 50 miles an hour and you live in an area where there's a lot of trees and there's a lot of debris in your yard, you're definitely going to have to turn off your equipment to avoid any kind of problems with it. And the skimmer's not going to work anyway in that case. So it's not really a big deal. I think the best thing you can do as a pool service provider is to educate your customers on the wind cleanup and on your schedule. You have 60 to 80 pools. And if all of them get pretty much trashed or ruined during the windstorm, you can't spend an hour at their pool trying to clean up their pool and get all the debris out. 
And so you have a time limit at every pool. And I think everyone has a different cutoff time. I set my timer at 25 minutes. This gives me time to get out there and clean the surface. And I'll go over the steps in a minute. But basically, the time limit helps you to get through the day without killing yourself. And you're able to finish your route because if you have 12 or 14 pools and you're spending an hour at each pool, you can just do the math in your head of the daylight and how much time you have to clean the pools and the fact you're not going to finish by spending an hour at every pool. Plus, you're going to lose money because the wind is not something that is part of your service per se. It's more like an act of God and it's something that you can't control. And it's going to make the pools extremely messy. If you haven't experienced it, then you're going to definitely be in for a shock if you just started doing pool service, let's say, in Southern California, where I'm at, where the Santa Ana winds hit. And I have several members of my group where their employee will just quit when the pools get hit by the winds. They're not expecting it. And they just kind of hand them the car truck keys and say, you know what, I just can't do this job. That's how bad they get. And so the time limit, of course, is something that you want to set so you can get through that day. And if you have employees, you definitely want them to set a mental time limit also. And you're going to explain all of this in your service agreement with your clients that a pool that's been hit by a windstorm could take two to three weeks to clean up. And it's not something that's going to be done on one stop. There's an expectation, I think, of some people that, hey, I pay you for pool service. My pool just got trashed by the wind. And since I'm paying you to leave the pool clean and the pool, of course, is not clean after you leave, then you're not doing your job. And so having a service agreement that states what you're going to do while you're at the pool and states what you're going to do in situations where it's windy is really important. You can get a copy of my one-page template in Word format, and this is a service agreement that's pretty simple. You can add to it, you can subtract to it, but it does have that wind clause in there for you. And if you just email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com, again, that's david at swimmingpoollearning.com, I'll shoot you over that service agreements, you can start utilizing that in your service, especially if you're in an area where you get a lot of winds and you want to educate the customer on what you do when the windstorms hit. So let me go over the steps here for you. Step one is to get all the surface debris off. Now the pool may be so bad you can like walk across it. That's how bad they get here in my area. And so the bottom is probably full of debris also. But you're not going to worry about the bottom because you only have 25 minutes. And by the way, that limit... You can basically, if you have a pool where the customer helped out and they skimmed the surface and you're able to vacuum the bottom or clean it up in less time, you can use the extra time you had. Or if you have some pools with automatic covers, which are great, and they were covered at the time. I've had some customers, they're weird. They'll like open the automatic cover on a windy day because they don't want all the debris on the cover or to get into the basin when they open the cover. And I tell them, you know what, leave the cover closed. I'll clean off the cover for you and, you know, I'm not going to open the pool cover with all the debris on top. So it's better if you leave it covered and I'll clean it off for you. And it saves you some time there also on those stops. So if you save some time on the stops with the covers or if the pool is being, you know, if you're being helped out by the homeowner or maybe you're lucky and the pool didn't get hit that badly, you can definitely add some of those minutes onto a pool that's really trash. So if you have an extra 10 minutes, from a stop earlier, then you can spend 35 minutes. I don't have a problem with that at a pool and get it a little better. But the 25 minute limit is just to get you through the day. And you don't want to be spending an extra 10 or 20 minutes at each pool and not having an extra time 
But if you gain some extra time, definitely utilize that on some pools to make it easier for you the following week and to give it a little bit more of a cleaning. And sometimes 25 minutes will just be for the surface because you just want to get the pool running at that point. And so step one is to get all the debris off the surface. If that takes you the full 25 minutes, then that's fine. You know, you don't have time really to do the surface and the bottom in that amount of time in most cases. If you add a few more minutes because you save some time, you may be able to drop your vacuum system in there. You get some debris off the bottom. But the point is just to get the surface going so that the pool will be running during the week. And then you're going to clean up the bottom the following week. Now, if they have a suction cleaner and the bottom is full of debris, of course, unplug the suction cleaner from the skimmer or, you know, turn off the side port because that cleaner is not going to do any good anyway on the bottom. If you have like a Polaris booster type cleaner, I definitely would recommend just leaving that off for the week because that bag will fill up in like five minutes. So it's not necessary because the bottom is just trash at that point. And then you're going to go back on the second visit and you're going to vacuum the bottom of the pool. And hopefully you invested in a vacuum system like the Riptide Hammerhead Power Vac or Bottom Feeder. Some of these are hard to find right now. I think Power Vac, you're not going to be able to find any units anywhere. I, I don't know exactly what's going on with their production. And the Bottom Feeder is, you know, 48 weeks out because of some part shortages. And then Hammerhead is hit and miss. You may be able to find some. You may not be able to find some in your area. And the Riptide is usually in stock. You can order directly from their website. And if you order, you know, let's say you order on a Monday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Time, they'll have that shipped out to you the next day. And depending on where you are, if you're in California, it may take 4 or 5 days to get to you. Anywhere closer to Florida, it'll be a lot quicker. And so you can have a Riptide pretty quickly in your hands to be utilized in windy situations. Now you may not use the vacuum system a whole lot, so the bottom feeder is a great choice. And the Riptide, again, they have them in stock and they can ship them out pretty quick. It's good to have on your truck, even if you don't use it all the time. I know it's a big investment, but when the winds do hit, you're going to be so thankful that you have a vacuum system. I think a vacuum system is great to have on your truck because you can utilize it on other accounts that maybe have heavy debris without the wind. And you can add more pools to your service without really worrying about it. And so it's a great device. And so you're going to vacuum the bottom of the pool. Now, if you have a manual vacuum, I don't suggest using that because there's just too much leaf debris. You may want to get a Leaf Master or Leaf Bagger. And this is a device with a bag on top that you can connect to a garden hose. And you can really clean a lot of the debris out this way. It's kind of like the poor man's vacuum system. It's highly effective. It's just kind of, you know, some there's annoying features of it, like the water pressure at the customer's house may be weak. And there's more setup time. And you're adding water to the pool also while you're using it. So those are some factors you might want to consider. You can also connect your Leaf Master or Leaf Bagger to a pressure cleaner line. There's a lot of people on Facebook that have made adapters for that. And you can use that with a with the pressure cleaner line with the booster pump on. And it's really effective also. But I think a vacuum system is something that you want to get if you're in an area where you get sand and winds or a lot of windstorms or other kind of winds in your area. It's definitely something to invest in. If you're good at using a leaf rake, you can definitely skim the bottom with like a gator leaf rake from Purity Pools. Or the Red Baron is also a very large leaf rake that you can use for the bottom of the pool. The only problem with using a leaf rake on the bottom is that you're going to stir up a lot of debris when you go one direction. Then you have to wait for it to settle and go the other direction. But you can skim an entire pool in about 20 to 30 minutes without issue. 
if you're really good at using a leaf rake, it's just going to wear your body out. You're going to get tired. Your arms are going to get sore from lifting all that debris out. And so it is one of those things where the vacuum system, you know, is faster, but it also relieves a lot of that manual labor from skimming the leaves out of the bottom. So that's one key point of the vacuum system that you may not think about, but you don't have to worry about using your leaf rake to get the debris out. It'll pick it up for you. And you basically stand on the deck and just push the vacuum system around. So that is something that you may want to consider. For me, since I'm older, I really like the vacuum system and I don't really want to be skimming the bottom of a pool with a leaf rake to get all that debris out. And then on week three or step three, you're going to vacuum all the dirt out of the pool. You may be able to do this in the second week, depending on how bad the pool was. If you have a pool with a suction cleaner, this is where they come in handy. You'll just turn on the cleaner and let it clean the pool for you. And so maybe by week three, after you use a vacuum system, by week three, it'll be cleaner ready for you, or step three can be avoided with a suction side cleaner working in the pool. Once you get all the large debris out, and if there's a canister, it usually does a great job of getting all the dirt out for you. And so it makes a three-week process a two-week process, and it'll make a two-week process sometimes a one-week process. Now, if you have a Polaris-type booster pump cleaner, I suggest getting the really fine mesh bag. It does a really good job of getting some dirt and the finer particles out. It'll leave the pool fairly clean, and then you'll just need the manual vacuum in at that point. You can also use a robotic pool cleaner. It's a great way to clean a pool with a lot of debris. So I gave my dad a Aquabot cleaner. He's out in Indio, and he gets windstorms like every week. He'll have his pool cleaner, the pool cleaner by Hayward, running in there normally. And then when there's a windstorm, he'll turn off his system, he'll skim his pool, and then he'll drop the robot in there and run it two or three times in the bottom. So he doesn't use his robotic pool cleaner for weekly maintenance. He'll use his suction cleaner for that. And then he'll use a robotic pool cleaner to get all the dirt and debris out of the bottom of the pool. It's a bag-type robotic pool cleaner. I know that's old school, but it's really effective in an area where there's a lot of dirt. And so he really likes it. And that's what he uses the cleaner for, is during the winds. And so it's not a bad idea, if you live in a wind-prone area, to have a robotic pool cleaner that can get a lot of the dirt and debris out. Now, the bag-type cleaners are kind of going out of style. Most of the robotic pool cleaners nowadays have a canister, But I find the bag type really effective in areas where you get a lot of dirt from the wind. And there are a few still available. WaterTech has a, I think it's the Blue Diamond lineup. And they also have the bags in the bottom of it still. You can get a canister cleaner like the Dolphin Proteus DX4, DX5 with the the cartridge filter liner. And that does a great job with dirt. But I think the robotic pool cleaner is not a bad idea, again, if you have an area where you get a lot of wind and you want something that's going to polish the pool up for you. If you just want to use a suction cleaner during the week and then have a robotic pool cleaner for the winds, I think that's a great combination. I even suggested to Florija that they sell a combo pack. You know, they sell their Alpha IQ with an MX-6 or MX-8, and that way people can use a suction cleaner and then the robotic pool cleaner to polish the pool, especially in areas where they get a lot of debris. And depending on which one you want to use at the time, you can put it in the pool. Not a bad idea. They kind of frowned at that. I don't know if they really know how pools get in certain areas where a robotic pool cleaner would come in handy and where a suction cleaner would come in handy. But we'll see if they take me up on that idea and have a combo pack or not. And then I think last, you want to make sure that the pool has plenty of chlorine in there. Depending on the time of year, here the sand and the winds hit in the winter or the fall, I should say. 
So the water temperature is usually in the 50s or 60s. So the chlorine is not a big factor, but a lot of areas get dust storms and wind storms when the water temperature is warm. And with all that debris in there in the bottom, it could really use up the chlorine really quickly. So you definitely want to keep the chlorine level at 5 or 10 parts per million or even higher in some cases, depending on the water temperature. The last thing you want is to also have an algae outbreak along with all the debris in there. And then to add insult to injury, usually after a big sand and a wind, there's a rainstorm. But, you know, for fortunately, we're in a drought. I guess, unfortunately, we're in a drought in California. But the good old days was a Santa Ana windstorm, and then two or three days later, a major rainstorm. So that hasn't happened maybe in two or three years now because of the drought, but that's also a factor. It's going to rain right after the winds. You're going to make, you want to make sure that the chlorine level in the pool is really good, and that way it's not going to be diluted, and you would have a more of a problem with you know no chlorine in the pool, with leaf debris in there, with algae forming. It would just become an ugly mess. So make sure the chlorine level, of course, is higher when you have debris in the bottom or you have a lot of leaf debris on the surface. I didn't touch too much on leaf rakes, but again, Purity Pools makes the Red Baron, which is a good all-purpose leaf rake for winds and when you have regular debris in the pool. They also have a gator or larger leaf rakes. You can go to their website. I think it's puritypools.com. Or if you just type in, you know, Purity Leaf Rakes, you're going to get their lineup of larger leaf rakes. And I just Googled it. It's, it is puritypool.com. And the website's actually pretty old school, but they do have the leaf rakes on there. Looks like the website's stuck in the 90s or the 80s or whatever, AOL.com era. But you can see the leaf rakes they have there. And definitely, they're the bigger ones are really great. They're extremely durable. And then, of course, you're going to have to have a good pole to go with that because if you have one of those cheap aluminum $20 poles, it's going to break when you're getting the debris out of the bottom if you're skimming it. Same with the surface debris, you'll snap that pole or bend it or break it. So I suggest the Primate uh, carbon fiber pole or the Skimlite poles. The Skimlite is a company that makes aluminum poles for the service industry, and they make really good homeowner poles also. I definitely would recommend one of those two to you know to have on your truck for the windy weather. Or if you're homeowner looking for a really good pole, you can go look at the Primate uh, carbon fiber pole. Or you can look at the various Skimlite poles that they have. It, I think it's key to have the right tools also on your truck. Not just a vacuum system, but also a good pole and a good leaf rake to help you get all that debris out of the pool. Because sometimes you are skimming a huge amount of debris on the surface. That gets really heavy when you lift it out of the pool. And sometimes the leaves on the bottom really are waterlogged, depending on the leaves. Like, you know, maple leaves are really bad as far as holding and retaining water it'll make it really heavy and i've broken leaf rakes before not the ones i mentioned but the cheaper ones and the ones i mentioned definitely are going to hold up with a lot of heavy debris and always carry spare poles and leaf rakes on your truck if you just have one pool pole and you snap it then your day's ruined so have two or three you know during the winds i carry three poles just in case and i always have you know three or four leaf rakes on my truck so that I don't have a situation where if the net rips or if the leaf rake snaps, I don't have to scramble. And there's no time out there to be repairing your leaf rake and putting a new net on there. Just have multiple leaf rakes on your truck so you can get through that the windy uh, week with no problem. So again, I highly recommend a vacuum system to kind of speed up the process. And I highly recommend keeping that time limit 
because you don't want to be doing the pools with the pool light on and getting home at 7 or 8 o'clock at night totally exhausted and having to go out the next day and also educate the customers that it is a process and their pool is not going to look blue and debris-free in one week. It's just not possible. Now, if they want to pay you to come out there to do a special cleanup, by all means, you can do that if you have the time. But typically, when you're scrambling to clean up you know, your route from a windstorm, you don't have the extra time on hand. But if you do, you can definitely do that for a cleanup charge for the customer. And if you get calls from people that are not your customers wanting a cleanup, which happens a lot, and if you have room on there to take them, that's a great way to build new accounts or service accounts. Now, if you don't have the room to take on people that have their pool trashed by the wind, then, of course, don't do it. But if you have room, it's a great way to get new clients. So be aware that you're probably going to get some phone calls from total strangers that had their pool really hit by the wind that need a cleanup. And so that's one thing that you can actually take on if you have time to do that. And if you're interested in other podcasts that I've recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on that podcast icon. That'll take you to the podcast site, and you can listen to those at your leisure. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. There's a lot of great benefits for joining there. Again, you can learn more at my website, swimmingprolearning.com or poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.